WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant in the newsroom. I'm Andrew Green. The Southwest Michigan economy is beginning to slow a bit with the labor force. Connexus Group Systems Project Manager Caleb Culp says there are three high-level factors with that, one being a sharp drop in the labor force in the past month after months of growth. The labor force downturn, while concerning the jobs are continuing to grow and the number of postings, um, and really those come at sharp contrast to each other. And, and how do we fix that um, is the key question, especially for our region. Culp says for Barry and Cass and Van Buren counties, the growth in the number of job postings from February of 2020 to October of this year is up 65 percent with 2,400 more jobs being offered. He called that an astronomical number that creates a very competitive job market. Culp adds there's a much higher use of personal credit for spending right now instead of disposable income. When you look at the actual numbers there, you can see when you open up that graph, they are in very sharp contrast to each other. And this this really speaks to the the confidence of the consumer in the market. Connexus Chief Operating Officer Jennifer DeMood says that will lure some people back to the workforce to pay the credit down. A mild recession in 2023 is being predicted by Grand Valley State University economist Dr. Brian Long. The director of supply chain management at GBSU's Seedman College of Business says the Federal Reserve needs to keep raising interest rates to prevent a long recession. If the Fed is not successful in controlling inflation, unfortunately, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. And I'm hoping that they will err on the side of the slight recession. Long is expecting a substantial increase in those rates when the Federal Reserve meets December 14th. A 55-unit housing development set to include a grocery store is a step closer to reality in Benton Harbor following a meeting this week of the Benton Harbor Planning Commission. The commission has approved rezoning a block on Wall Street where, where Corner at Wall Street is proposed. Planners voted to recommend rezoning the block at Wall Street, Colfax, Oak Street, and 8th Street from light industrial to mixed use. Commission Chair Lee Reed said such updates are needed to allow for development. Municipalities all around us are improving, but we're not. This is the issue that we're confronted with. This is just not a friendly place for certain types of development. And our ordinances reflect, as the mayor has indicated, somewhat outdated. And we're trying to update them. The $20 million corner at Wall Street development would also feature supportive services like mental health treatment and medical services. The developers are LC Consulting and MHT Housing. Now that the Planning Commission has recommended the rezoning, the full city commission will consider the question this month. Benton Harbor will be getting free Wi-Fi throughout the community thanks to help from Cornerstone Alliance and the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. City commissioners this week approved a Cornerstone plan to install Wi-Fi antennas using a HUD grant. Cornerstone's Greg Vaughn tells us this builds on a previous Wi-Fi rollout in the Arts District. We want to focus specifically on some of the, uh, the more high-traffic areas in the community, some being city parks, others being areas within housing development. Vaughn says that this project is still in its preliminary stage. We have a few areas for these sites, these nodes of public Wi-Fi installations to take place. We're still working with a few entities throughout the community to make this happen. Cornerstone Alliance secured a $200,000 grant from HUD for the Wi-Fi. Vaughn says having readily available internet helps the community be prepared for economic development. The network will be available to the public and have basic security protocols in place. 
The city could see the Wi-Fi up and running early next year. Market Van Buren has showcased local economic development potential to the Michigan Economic Development Corporation as it hosted MEDC CEO Quentin Messer, Messer last week on a tour of Van Buren and Cass counties. Market Van Buren Director Zach Morris tells us they met with business and municipal leaders who have a shared concern. We have a need for housing, specifically workforce housing, and also a need to attract more workforce back into our communities. Morris says the tour took Messer to Cassopolis, South Haven, Pawpaw, and Decatur. We also drove through quite a few different communities and talked about some of the specific needs that some of the communities were experiencing so that you can get a good landscape of what's going on across the spectrum. But we specifically stopped and talked with six companies in those three communities. Morris says the MEDC can be a strong partner when it comes to economic development as it can arrange for support. Recent developments to come out of the Market Van Buren and MEDC partnership include expansions at Welch's and CHT Cassopolis. Whirlpool and the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency are teaming up for their 7th annual holiday food sharing program. KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship Director Brandon Haney tells us the organizations team up each year to give a basket containing a turkey and other foods to those in need. From us working with the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency, Whirlpool, City of Benton Harbor, I think we all realize the the importance of giving back to the community. So we all love this time of the year when we can come together and be a part of this special event. Haney says 400 turkeys will be given out. Since the program's founding in 2015, the SMCAA has helped more than 2,800 families in Benton Harbor, St. Joe, and Benton Township. Applications are now being taken for the food baskets at the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency. The applications can be picked up at several locations that we have listed at our website. The distribution day will be December 22nd. Lake Michigan College will soon have a new certificate program focused on digital marketing. The Board of Trustees this week approved the creation of the Digital Marketing Certificate of Achievement. LMC President Trevor Kubatsky tells us the college is always adding new programs to meet current market demands. The academics have started looking at their programs, finding out what are the key skills that our employees need, building certificates up front so they can get those skills and get a job and then finish their degree. So this is one of many we'll be bringing. Kubatsky says many industries now hire digital marketing employees focused on the brave new world of social media. The one-semester marketing certificate of achievement will be a supplement ideal for business students. And Midwest Family's own Johnny Reinhardt has been busy this week delivering poinsettias to senior living communities throughout southwest Michigan. He tells us it's all part of the annual Operation Poinsettia, a partnership of WSJM and City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. We know that the holidays, they may not have people coming to visit them and giving them gifts. So we thought we'd brighten their day and bring some holiday spirit and some holiday cheer with these beautiful poinsettias. And they are fantastic. Reinhardt Reinhardt says the program works with senior centers each winter to set up the deliveries. He's delivered around 150 of them so far this week with some more to go. He says it feels great to spread cheer and wish people a Merry Christmas. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. 
The U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments in a redistricting case out of North Carolina today that has the potential to reshape how elections are run by states nationwide. More if maybe sees Terry Moran. If the plaintiffs here win, there'd be hundreds of provisions of state constitutions, of referendum ballot initiatives that established things like early voting, all erased, and all the power would be handed into the state legislatures. It's What they're saying is, when the Constitution says legislature, it only means legislature, not legislature as we usually think of it, as part of something created by a state constitution. It's really a breathtaking theory. The Supreme Court seems skeptical of making a broad ruling that would leave state legislatures virtually unchecked when making rules for elections for Congress and the presidency. In nearly three hours of arguments today, liberal and conservative justices appeared to take issue with the main thrust of a challenge, asking them to essentially eliminate the power of state courts to strike down legislature-drawn gerrymandered congressional districts on grounds that they violate state constitutions. It was harder to see exactly where the court would land, though. A trio of conservative justices who probably control the outcome, Chief Justice John Roberts and Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, seemed open to simply limiting state court power in some circumstances. Hate crimes in the nation's most populous county are at their highest level in 19 years, according to a new report. More from ABC's Alex Stone. Looking at law enforcement data from 2021, Los Angeles County is reporting hate crimes in the county grew 23 percent from 641 to 786 to a level not seen in nearly two decades. Data finding black victims being the most frequent targets of hate crimes, even though blacks make up only 9 percent of L.A. County's population. Anti-Asian hate crimes reached their highest level ever in 2021, along with anti-immigrant hate crimes and crimes targeting the LGBTQ, Muslim and Jewish communities also rose. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. The FBI received a tip about a suspect charged with murder and hate crimes in a mass shooting at a Colorado gay nightclub the day before the suspect was arrested in a bomb threat case that evacuated a neighborhood. The FBI says it coordinated with local police after getting a tip in June of 2021. It says it conducted an assessment of Anderson Lee Aldrich, but did but then ended it as state charges were pursued against Aldrich in the previous case. The information conveyed to the FBI marks the earliest known instance of law enforcement officials being warned about the suspect. Ukrainian officials are telling ABC they're, they're deep in Russia and helped to guide some of the drones that crashed into a Russian airfield where missiles and jets believed to be used to attack Ukraine, restored or launched this week. ABC's Anas de la Quatera says for now the U.S. is distancing itself from those Ukrainian claims. What's interesting here is that these military facilities have been key in helping Russia target Ukraine's critical infrastructure. It is from the Engels airfield that was targeted that Russian long-range bombers take off from. So this could appear to mark a, a turning point in terms of Ukraine's strategy. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken saying, though, that the U.S. is not encouraging or enabling Ukraine to strike facilities inside Russia. As the Respect for Marriage Act moves towards final passage, much of the attention has been focused on the protection the law gives to same-sex couples. But the bill would also enshrine interracial marriages in federal law. That provision came as a surprise to some interracial couples who believed any legal uncertainty about their right to marry ended in 1967. That's the year the U.S. Supreme Court struck down state laws that banned marriages between people of different races. The Respect for Marriage Act has been picking up steam since June when the Supreme Court overturned the federal right to an abortion. The ruling sparked concern the high court could potentially overturn other precedent-setting rulings on same-sex and interracial marriages. 
Time Magazine has named Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, as its person of the year. Or if maybe sees Tom Rivers. The award given to the Ukrainian president for, quote, proving that courage can be as contagious as fear. Time's editor-in-chief says the choice of Zelensky alongside what he called the spirit of Ukraine was, in his mind, the most clear-cut in memory. The comedian-turned-politician who was elected to lead his country in 2019 cited for his work in inspiring his country's resistance and for marshalling international support. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. Raphael Warnock's victory in swing state Georgia gives Senate Democrats a 51-49 majority. It's a, quote, lift, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said today at the Capitol. Schumer said Democrats want to, quote, get things done. The extra seat ends one of the longest evenly split 50-50 Senates in modern history. With a full majority, Schumer is confident Democrats can sideline Trump-inspired Republicans and reach across the aisle for bipartisan priorities in the new year. Just to start, Senate Democrats say they'll be able to have an easier time organizing committees and conducting routine votes over Republican objections. And respiratory illness caseloads are continuing to rise. ABC's Sherry Preston is in New York with more on what the governor is saying. In her first statewide health update since last October, New York Governor Kathy Hochul says with the holidays approaching, people need to take precautions because COVID cases are ticking up alongside RSV in children and influenza. We're not out of the woods. The threat is real. And we have cases. Uh, you remember this? We were watching this intensely. Winter is often a tough time for the most vulnerable, but Hochul promises New York is ready with tests vaccines, and nearly 8,000 ventilators set to be sent to hospitals if needed. Sherry Preston, ABC News, New York. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.